Welcome to the official podcast of PHP Architect. Join us to listen to the latest news and tech talk from our conferences, the magazine, and wider PHP community. <laughs> you are listening to the PHP Podcast, episode 23.1.1, bringing you the latest insights into the PHP Architect magazine, conferences, and more. I'm your host, John Congdon, and with me is my friend and business partner, Eric Johnson. Eric Hello. Van Johnson. Eric Van Johnson. I, I love Hello. your name. <laughs> I've had it all my life. Name. I'm happy with it too. <laughs> all right, let's talk about our podcast. We're going to change it up podcast. this year. Let's change it up a little bit. We've uh, <laughs> in the past our PHP podcast has been centered solely around the release of a magazine. And we have decided we are going to change that up and be a little more free-flowing, you know, conversational. I like that idea. I like it too. I like it too. Yeah, it, it felt the podcast before felt a little stiff to me as far as like the conversations we had. And we tried to focus on the specifically on that magazine's release uh, mm -hmm. every month and talk about the articles. And we're still going to do that a little bit, right? We're still going to talk about what we're working on for that month's release and some of the articles that are coming out. It just won't, that's not what the podcast is going to be about. Right. It's really going to be about us running this business and right. you know some and of the joys and challenges yeah we're not going to go through every single article in the magazine like we have in the past right right but before we get too deep i want to apologize to anybody that is on our mailing list that may have been frustrated with us last month we we try very hard not to abuse our mailing list we send a couple of emails a month you know, you get on some mailing list and you're getting an email every single day, which is frustrating. Last month, I was so excited about PHP Tech and announcing the all the keynotes. And we have four keynotes uh, at PHP Tech, three opening and one closing. And I just wanted to, I wanted to get the information out there. I just, I didn't want it being stagnant. So I scheduled an email like every hour for four hours. And I got a couple of a couple of responses of people that were very unhappy with us. So I want to apologize if you felt like we were spamming you then. I will try not to do that again. I'll try to be a little more uh, prepared and schedule them out, you know, not so back-to-back. -back. Also, uh, something else we didn't talk about, and I, and I want to follow up on that, John. We are doing a video version of this podcast before. In the past, I've taken the audio podcast and I've put some visuals to it. This time, it's John and I talking. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, pop over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash PHP Arch, A-R-C-H, and mm -hmm. uh, subscribe. Because we plan, we're going to try to do two podcasts a month. Uh, don't hold us to that. But two, <laughs> two to three podcasts a month is uh, is the goal, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But kind of along that same line that you were mentioning, John, um, as far as spamming, it's funny you should bring that up on the PHP, the official PHP Architect Twitter handle. Uh, I have not been posting the speakers for PHP tech, because again, I have this kind of setup 
the PHP Architect Twitter handle already has a lot of tweets that go out a day talking about the magazine, talking about books. So definitely follow that as well. But uh, I moved. What's what is it? Is it PHP Tech? Is that what the other handle is? Yeah. yeah. PHP Tech. If you really want to keep track of the speakers, head over to PHP Tech. I am tweeting out pretty much every day at least one or two speakers at who are going to be speaking at PHP Tech. So if you're not if you're not uh, following PHP Tech on Twitter, follow that on Twitter. Follow <clears throat> that. And or at, says, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, or on Mastodon at phparch.social slash, I think it's just tech, or is it slash PHP tech? It's uh, tech. It's just tech for PHP tech. It's editor for the magazine. So you want to go to phparch.social forward slash editor. If we can do that here. phparch.social. I promise we... The future podcast won't be us figuring this stuff out as we go. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't promise that, John. That, that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> PHP Social. Uh, yeah, I went to block notifications. So that that is the tech one. And I think it's editor is the uh, magazine. It's the one we came up with the magazine. The magazine one was really hard because I didn't want to have PHP Arch. At PHP social. Arch. Yeah, at PHP. <laughs> P- all right, so we went with uh, editor. Is it editor or editor? I think it's editor. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it's editor. So if you're on Mastodon, phparch.social forward slash, and you got to do the little at symbol editor. And for tech, it's the at symbol tech. So if you're a Mastodon or Twitter person, and you won't miss out, it does. We do all cross posting. I know there's some controversy around whether people should be cross posting or not but we're a business i think for i think for marketing it's marketing it's okay i think for other stuff you probably shouldn't be that's my thought i wanted to talk a little bit about the magazine timing because we've been up and down and again the podcast is just eric and i sharing about what's going on with php architect in general and here it is the 17th of january and we just got the January issue out yesterday. Digital. Wah, digital. Wah, digital. So print print normally follows. Uh, I get it to the printer within a couple of days of release. I give it a couple of days to get any sort of feedback of things that need to be fixed before sending it to the printer. And then that takes them a couple of weeks to get it actually printed and shipped out. Uh, we had a little bit of turnover last year. And... Between turnover, getting uh, articles from our contributors, our writers, and just taking the time to do the layout. In addition to December just sucking, you know, with all the holidays, it just makes it hard to get everything done. So the last few months, we've been a little late. We are working on getting it back. We ideally want it out on the first of the month. There's nothing saying we have to. It's just what Eric and I are kind of striving for. Yeah, and a lot of things have to come and in, come in, fall into place for that to happen. Again, like John said, 
November, December here in the U.S. are kind of crazy because a couple of big holidays, not back to back, but each at the end of each month, there come some big holidays. People are spending a lot of time with their family. And when you have, when you're dependent on what do we got? Like eight people that normally contribute eight to 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not, you know, we're not always going to hit that mark. So we're, we're working on it. We're going to try. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people knew or know, maybe we can talk about the process a little bit that the print version actually doesn't mail out when the digital version is released. I think a lot of people are under the assumption when the digital version is released, the print version has been mailed. And if you're a subscriber to the print version, it may confuse you why it takes so long for it to get to you. It's not necessarily that it's taking so long to John, to what John mentioned earlier, we hold on to it for a little while because a lot of times people will ping us with uh, little issues in the digital version that slip through our monitoring of it. We'll fix those, and we try to fix as many of those before actually sending it to the printer. So we'll hold on to the we'll hold on to it after we release the digital version for a couple days. Typically, it's been longer. Like certain people have forgotten to, to send it to the printer, but <laughs> we try we try to only hold on to it for a couple days, and then we send it to the printer. And then there's a whole process they have to go through. So we do that to benefit you, so that the print version is as accurate as can be. Things still slip through, but just wanted everybody to know that. Yeah. And we're only human. We're a very small publishing company. I mean, we don't, we're not professional publishers outside. Of, we do this monthly. <laughs> no, neither one of us have been trained to do this or even had like the desire to do it. It's not like we studied it in school or anything. Right. But it's been fun. It's, it's an experience. Oh, I love it. I am the, so happy right now. And the amount, I still learn every month when we do this it's like i find faster ways to do things uh, get a little bit easier to get the release out so hopefully if we can get the stars to align with getting articles into our hands to publish we can get the magazine out faster and speaking of getting articles into our hands this whole magazine is written by people in the community if you have an idea of something you want to write about for the magazine Ping us, write to us either Twitter, Mastodon, email us, get in contact with us, come to PHP Tech and talk to us in person. Uh, we rely on articles from people like you and we pay for your articles. We don't expect you to sit down and write for free. So if you have something you're very passionate about, let us know. Uh, if we feel it's a good fit for the magazine, we, <clears throat> we will work with you to get to and help in any way we can to get the article to us. Um, obviously if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. And we'll tell you to go pound sand, but in a much nicer way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's your opportunity to kind of get some, I mean, it's, it's always cool to have it under your belt that you wrote for a professional magazine. And I think that's fun. And, same thing and it speaking. may, and it, yeah, and it's one of those things that may help when you're out on the job hunt and you're talking to them. You're a published author in a PHP magazine. You, If you speak at a conference, you are a speaker. So all of those little things help build your profile 
long term. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Always looking for new content. Always, it, it, and let's 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 do that as well. I mean, we are we are a magazine for the community. If you have a local user group and you've always wanted to like speak at a conference or write for a magazine, take a topic and offer to speak at the user group. User group organizers, they work hard. Again, that's all community driven. That's something that they're doing because they're passionate about it. They're passionate about the community. And just as a community organizer, you have no idea what a relief it is to have people come to you to offer to present. So it's cool. it's a nice little kind of ramp up, right? You present at a user group, maybe you write an article for the magazine, and then you you can speak at conferences. It's you can build up to it. It's a thing. Speaking of conferences, Eric and I are putting on PHP Tech in Chicago uh, in just a couple of months. It's crazy how fast that's approaching. So uh, fast. P- PHP Tech at the uh, the Sheraton O'Hare in Chicago. I started going to this conference back in 2010 and it absolutely changed my life. Uh, mm. I would not, I would not live in San Diego. I would not be friends with Eric had it not been for this initial conference. And I know that sounds dramatic, but where I was in life at that point, I was almost stuck where I was. Like I, I had imposter syndrome to the nth degree. I felt like I'm lucky to be where I'm at. I'm not going to go looking. I didn't want to look for a job. I didn't want to take any risks. I was just, I'm going to stay right here in my, my safe bubble, Mm -hmm. go to a conference. And I start learning so much more, not, and not even, not necessarily just about PHP, but about the community, about myself. And it just helped me kind of break out of that cocoon and start to grow. And it's like within a, a year I decided I'm moving. Like it, this is, this is what I want to do. I'm going to move. Next thing you know, in San Diego, starting a business 10 years later, buying PHP architect. And I'm just like <laughs> mind blown. Yeah, I'm excited. Do we have any uh, news to share? I mean, things are kind of moving along. We got all, all of our speakers uh, set up. So if you're interested, you can go to tech.com, tech.phparch.com forward slash speakers to see the speakers. You can even start to kind of get an idea of your schedule, but the schedule can change between now and then. This is This is the schedule as of today, and we're not planning on changing it but people drop out things need to be moved around people might be coming in later so we might have to move talks around but in general you can almost plan out your entire trip to chicago right now by going and looking at the schedule and that reminds me there's an app that you can download for your phone i need to get it on here get it linked so people can download it because i think on there you can actually save which talks or presentations you want to attend and then it gets really cool as you get closer. It tells you, okay, here's what's coming up and here's what you're planning on going to next. So remind me, <laughs> I, need to, I need to get that done. Sure. <laughs> sure. And if you've ever been to a tech in the past, the tech in Chicago in the past, it's the same venue. 
Mm-hmm. It's a it's a nice place. Easy to get to from the airport. They they have a free shuttle, so you just jump on, and it's like a five ten minute ride to the to the venue. It's very mm-hmm. very quick. And uh, I think the last thing I'll say about tech, uh, unless you have more, John, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> we're always looking for sponsors. So if you work for a company that might be interesting, might be interested in like getting their name in front of a very focused group. Uh, PHP developers and business decision makers, uh, reach out to us, and we'd love to have you as a sponsor of Tech Twenty Twenty Three. Or if you want to advertise in the magazine, you know, reach out to us there too. We That's always true. looking for for a little help there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the magazine, I know we're gonna we're trying to keep this, you know, a little on the shorter side than our usual podcast. If you don't know Eric and I, we do PHP Ugly as a podcast. And that's we've been doing that for, what, six, seven years now? Yeah, mm. it's been a while. Over 300 episodes. Yeah. So anyway, we want to keep this one a little shorter. But we mentioned that uh, January's issue was just released yesterday. So I figured we'd touch on a few of the topics that were in that magazine. Um. Any articles that stood out to you? Well, obviously, the one that I literally reached out to somebody and asked them to write uh, stands out to me. Uh, we we have another person who, Matt uh, Lance, what's his name? Yep. Lenore? Lance Lance, right? I always yep. forget his last name. Uh, great last great name. guy. He lives up in Canada. Uh, we've actually been friends for a, for a while, believe it or not. And uh, I asked him if he would be interested in writing the column that we kind of have focused on Laravel. Everybody kind of writes about Laravel uh, in their column or, or have the have the opportunity to write about Laravel in their column. But this particular column is meant to be specifically about Laravel month over month. Anyhow, I reached out to Matt and asked him if he would write a article about the tall stack, which is Tailwind, Alpine, Laravel, and Livewire. Anybody who knows me knows what a fan I am of Livewire uh, in, in Laravel. And Matt was nice enough to write an article about it. I, I'm a, and, and as far as the tall stack specifically, uh, Darren, um, I'm actually a huge fan of his. He also does uh, some other packages like uh, oh, Filament. <clears throat> right. Is it was Dan? It Dan? Yeah, I think that's you're what right. you wrote to me earlier. Yeah. Okay. He does. Uh, he does filament and a few other packages. He, he's involved with. He's a great developer. I, I, I don't think he gets enough credit for the packages he creates. Filament is another fantastic package out there for Laravel. Uh, I will probably try to encourage somebody to write about that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed the. Uh, Chris Tankersley's education station on monolith versus microservices because I work on a monolith. That's, I mean, I have my entire career, you know, the few jobs I've had, it's always been this monolith architecture and I always feel like I'm missing out on and not doing microservices in our consulting world that I don't dabble in the coding as much. I'm there to help. I give guidance work in. We've done some microservices, um, and then uh, in the monolith I work in, 
there are a couple of microservices, one that I released last year. And I feel like I'm just doing something wrong, right? I, I feel like trying to keep everything up to date is more complex than it should be. Uh, and mostly it's because this microservice that I've written was released, but it's not a team of people that work on that all the time. It's just like a, a thing that was released. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, all of these libraries for uh, in your composer have been upgraded or it was a Laravel app. So Laravel's changed. You need to upgrade it. And it's like, I haven't done any coding. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't care about any of the, the new library features. Uh, so in my world, microservices were more of a pain than I felt was worth it. So reading his article and just feeling like I'm not crazy, working in a monolith is fine. Not everything has to be a microservice kind of made me feel a little better. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go, you know, we have a few clients now. And uh, and it, again, if, you, if you're not aware, John and I had a development shop before we purchased PHP Architect, before we took over operations of PHP Architect, and we had clients that got merged with PHP Architect. So everybody who was a Diego Dev employee is now a PHP Architect employee, and we've we're we're going to brand it or, or, or yeah brand it as the consulting arm of PHP Architect because obviously we don't want to lose our clients, our clients, and we have really good developers. We do good work. So there's no reason not to continue to do that. But I say that because we have multiple clients and we've tried microservices and other clients as well. And I feel that pain. I like the microservices from the perspective of in the individual client, one of the clients I'm talking about, they, they always have this paranoia of when a release happens for one small piece of the application, it's going to bring down the entire application. And I think with microservices, you can minimize that a lot where you can make pretty dramatic changes to a microservice without bringing down an entire infrastructure of an application. Mm-hmm. But to that's John's the, point... That's one of the benefits of it, for sure. Yeah, but to John's point you end up with all these little apps and especially if you start with, especially if you have like really small apps, you end up with all these little apps running all over the place and you discover like nobody really has ownership over these little apps and they fall, they fall out of date and you kind of have this conversation of, well, it's working. I don't really want to touch it, but then there's the whole security aspect of it. And then occasionally you get performance enhancements. So should you be touching them? And I haven't really worked out a good workflow on the microservices and how they should be managed. I guess managing microservices. If the microservice is big, we say microservice. Microservices are just standalone apps, and they can get pretty big. One of the ones we're Mm -hmm. working on right now is a payment gateway as, as a microservice for this client because this client has all these different products and endpoints that they use. And they, we were duplicating kind of the the payment process, and now we're trying to say, okay, let's let's have this all be its own service. But uh, those are kind of easy to kind of keep your eye on. They can get big, but it's still it's it's still kind of domain. The domain <laughs> logic is all you know contained. Mm-hmm. But th- 
occasionally you start you start to have these like really small microservices. Like we have one that all it does is call out to another service to do a check and then get information back. And that ended up being a microservice because it didn't need to go in the monolith uh, since it was a mobile app that was kind of doing all this processing. And it just kind of sits out there and it runs and it's great, but it probably hasn't been touched in a year, year and a half and could you know use some TLC, but mm-hmm. I just haven't yep. gotten a good workflow. That's the hard part. Microservices work really well when you have a big team of people and then you split the team up and they're very focused on that one thing and that's all they work on. So it's constantly being maintained. But like you're saying, right now we're a small team with lots of microservices. So we all work on all of it. <laughs> so it's there's no real ownership on keeping things up to date. And there's actually another works. article... There's another article coming out in January that could help you with that. Yep. Uh, Joe Ferguson is doing one on upgrading with reckless abandonment. I love reckless it. Reckless abandon, yeah. <laughs> oh, abandon. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah, with reckless abandon. Yeah, just yeah, just upgrade. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't test anything. Yeah. Just upgrade. It's I'm a two-parter. Sure so, so there's a lot of information there. This is this will be released in part one. Or part one's been released in the January edition. Part two will be in February. Hopefully closer to February 1st. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it for this episode. I, I oh, like man, that. Good. I like the new flow. I'm sure upcoming we're going to talk way more in depth about php tech and the plans around that uh more about just whatever's on our mind that's the goal but thank you so much for hanging out with us until next time keep listening wait 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 what 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 wait wait if there are things you like if there are things that interest you in in php architect in the php architect world either the conference the magazine and you want to ask questions you can hit John and I up individually on Twitter or Mastodon. You can tweet at the PHP Architect account as well. Uh, DM us or just mention us in, in, a, in a tweet or a post, and uh, we will try to address that. I'll, I'll put all that information in the description the description below. Is that how they do it? Oh, yeah, that's how they do it. But where you're pointing at? Whoops, I got to go the other way. We also have a new logo. I would love to hear your feedback on the the logo. Oh, we forgot it. I should have had a I should I, have had a scene for that. I, I I meant to talk about. It. I saw it a few times and kept meaning to bring it up. So I I have I've got like blindness. We've been using it for a while. We've been passing it back and forth internally for a while. So I kind of forget like it's a new logo that we're slowly rolling out. You'll you'll start to see it in all our all of our stuff. But check it out. Check check out the video the the YouTube video look. Look in the what is that? The lower right hand corner or left hand corner? Lower left hand corner, and it will show the uh, new new PHP Architect uh, logo. Logo, I like it. <laughs> Me too. All right, All right now you can wrap, wrap it up, up John. <laughs> yeah, right. thank thank you for hanging out with us. Until next time, keep listening, keep coding, and keep, keep reading. reading. Need an intro and an outro. We need an intro and outro. All right, cool. I think you have one for bye. the podcast, don't you? We have an intro, yeah. Oh, say, right, say, bye. say bye to everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
This has been PHP Podcast, the official podcast of PHP Architect, the industry's leading tech magazine and publisher focused on PHP and web development. Subscribe today at phparch.com to see what the leaders in the community and industry are talking about.